And yesterday, the news that we all knew was coming, but we're certainly hoping that it didn't hurt as much as it has that rate hike. Now, the Reserve Bank of Australia raised the cash rate half a percentage point, taking it to 0.85%. So if it is passed on to bank customers, the higher than expected rate rise is going to add $133 a month to a loan worth five hundred grand. That's over a 25-year period. And $265 a month on a loan worth a million dollars. Now, this is obviously on top of the cost of living issues that we spoke about on the show earlier in the week with NT costs. And joining me on the line to talk more about this is the opposition leader, Leah Finocchiaro. Good morning to you, Leah. Good morning, Katie, and to your listeners. I'm live from Woodruff Primary School Sports Day. So oh, here's screaming. It's all good. That's my favourite day of the year, Leah. I love sports day. It is awesome. <laughs> now, Leah, one thing that's not great is uh, is this, you know, this uh, higher than expected rate rise. We know that it is on top of already very expensive uh, cost of living, particularly here in the Northern Territory. We focused on this quite a bit uh, earlier in the week. But firstly, Leah, what impact do you you think that this rate hike is going to have on Territorians? Yeah, look, 0.85% is a lot. And of course, the banks are very likely to pass that on if they haven't already in the last rate hike. And it's going to just hurt Territorians at the hip pocket. I mean, we know our cost of living is higher here. We've seen rents go up tremendously over the last few months. And of course, fuel is still well over $2 a litre with that 22 cent excise set to disappear in a few months' time. So there's a lot more pain to come for Territorians and it's really important that the Files Government and the Federal Labor Government outline their plans to soften the blow, particularly for Territorians who have the highest cost of living in the country. At 6% inflation, we are really under the pump. Yeah, there is no doubt at the moment for Territorians that there's a lot of people that are doing it really tough. I mean, we spoke to Food Bank yesterday and heard um, that there certainly are a lot of people seeking their assistance at the moment. We know that there are a few levers that the Northern Territory Government could pull to help relieve the pressures uh, on Territorians right now. But what do you think could be done, Leah? Well, we know that the ACCC in a report a few years ago made some really clever recommendations on how to keep fuel prices down for the long term. And of course, fuel price is something as a territory <clears throat> we've grappled with for a long time, but of yeah. course it's through the roof because of world oil prices. But if I was Chief Minister Katie, I would be implementing those recommendations, which includes legislating that the fuel retailers have to uh, disclose their profit margins. The ACCC said that would be a highly effective way to keep prices down and, of course, come up with incentives to make sure that independent fuel retailers can enter and be competitive in the market because, ultimately, the better competition we have when it comes to fuel, the lower those prices are going to be. So that's some long-term stuff I'd like to see happen when it comes to fuel. And then in terms of the rest of our cost-of-living pressures, you know, we need to make sure we have great first homeowner schemes, that land release is done in a way that stabilises the market and, of course, that we grow our economy so Mm. people have better jobs, better incomes and a more stable future. Well, and I'm just looking at the terminal gate price today in Darwin, right, for our uh, for our diesel. So on Thursday last week, it was at $1.90.5. Today, at the terminal gate, it's gone up to $2.01.8. So there is no doubt that we're going to see a massive increase at the Bowser when it comes to your diesel. I think the problem that a lot of Territorians are noticing as well, though, Leah, is that, you know, when the, uh, when the terminal gate price goes,
goes down, we don't really see it go down very quickly. Hopefully we're not going to see it go up really quickly here either. But there is that real sense that we're we're not being treated fairly. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got by far the highest fuel prices in the country. Now, that's not right. When we, are, when we outstrip every other jurisdiction by 20, 10 or 20 cents a litre, something is going on and the government needs to be working with those fuel retailers and working out those ways. Like I said, the ACCC have set out a plan on how to deal with this to ensure that longer-term lower levels. But what I'm really scared about is people really felt like we never saw the 22 cents excise from yeah. the federal government kind of kick in. And once that once that comes off and we're seeing 22 cents added to our fuel, I mean, it will literally become unaffordable for people to go to work. I mean, if you live in Darwin Rural or Palmerston and you drive into town five days a week, you know, that's, that's an extraordinary amount of money you're adding to your cost of living pressures every single week. Plus so- then, of course that increase on your on your home loan. So it's going to pinch people hard. So, Leah, from what you are saying, there are actually, there were some recommendations from a few years back when it comes to those petrol prices that, uh, that the government could actually be looking at right now. Absolutely. And when the CLP was last in government, we actually introduced the legislation. It just never... Uh, ended up getting passed. But the the work has already been done. The ACCC have said you need to incentivise independent fuel retailers into the market. So there's a number of ways in which you can do that. And then you also need to be uh, having that legislation there, which forces that disclosure of the profit margin, which, of course, acts as a a very efficient transparency measure. Now, the fuel retailers won't like that for sure. But ultimately, we can't have Territorians paying well over $2 a litre for fuel for very much longer. This is absolute crisis point. Leah, is that something, is it something that you could reintroduce, this legislation? Yes, and I, if I say it, then I bet the fifth floor is scurrying around right now beating me to it, Katie, but I guess that's not a bad thing. But, that's right. Uh, I think wing, wing, nudge, nudge, you could be pretty safe to say we're uh, reviving that bad boy and uh, we'll hopefully have it into Parliament soon. Well, Leah, I reckon there's going to be a lot of people listening this morning who are actually, you know, who are pleased to hear that and are wondering if there's something that can be done. Because like I said, we all understand that cost of living pressures, a lot of that does fall into the hands of the Fed government. We understand that. And there's lots of different reasons why the cost of living goes up. But there are a few levers that can be pulled. And this does sound like it's one of them. Yes, it is. And you can pull them. And and it's not just fuel. So it's not just people fueling up their car. You think about all the trucks that it takes to get food to the territory or products. You know, all of those expenses. So, you know, uh, if you're a, if you're a local IGA or if you're the local news agency, whatever it might be, it's now costing you X amount more to get your product into your shop, which means you're pa- having to pass that cost on to consumers. So all of a sudden, apples and bananas are more expensive. Mm. Loaf of bread's more expensive. You know, and then it just, it just keeps adding up and you don't always notice because it might be another 50 cents a kilo here for capsicum and another dollar a kilo for broccoli. But at the end of your shop... You know, that really it's adds up then. You go and fuel up, it adds up there. And then, of course, when it comes to paying your mortgage, it adds up there. And all of a sudden you're going, hang on, where did that three, four, five hundred dollars $500 a month disappear? You know, and that mm. impacts people's lifestyle, their, their stress levels. It just, the cost of living is such a major overall impact on people's lives. What you can do with your kids, how you enjoy your weekends, all of that stuff. So yeah. we've got to nip it where we can. And fuel is 100% one of those proactive areas. So, well, yes, you will see action coming from us. And, uh, you know, in some ways, I hope Labor beat us to it. <laughs> well, and this is the thing, you know, fundamentally, all we want to see is some improvement when it comes to cost of living for all Territorians. You know, I always 
always think if there can be a bipartisan approach, that is the best thing possible. Um, Leah, well, let... put out the challenge. Beat us to it. Yeah. While government beat us to it, we're well... ready to rock and roll. You beat us to the, to the post. Well, look, we will talk further about it throughout the morning. Um, Leah, parliamentary estimates kick off next week, and this is the opportunity for the opposition and the independents to really drill down on some of the issues of concern for Territorians. I understand that the opposition is going to take the opportunity to try and shine the spotlight, you've said, on what you've described as Labor's sustained health failures and for the Chief Health Officer to detail the best health advice um, to Territorians. What exactly are you hoping to glean in this space? Well, estimates is a really important time. It's kind of like Parliament for those who aren't uh, diehards, but basically we actually get to sit opposite the government minister, so the health minister, for example, and spend hours just asking questions backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. So there's a huge opportunity for us to really get into some issues. So we've had five code yellows at Royal Darwin Hospital in the last um, year. Of course, we've got the ED was cut down. The number of beds at ED in Palmerston Hospital was cut down and there's major staffing shortages. We've had the nurses union come out saying nurses are working at 140% of their capacity, that we've got bed block, all of these things. So we want to really delve into those issues about why. You know, government will say, well, they've got a record health budget, but that's clearly not hitting the ground. It's, the money's clearly not going where it needs to go. I'm hearing even just uh, recently people were saying that uh, a lot of Palmerston Hospital is actually not even operational because they don't have the staff. So these are all questions that people want answers to. Ultimately, the Territory Government is the custodian of our services for Territorians. It's Territorians' money that makes the world go round and people expect service delivery as a result of that payment of tax. And so it's really important for us as an opposition that we get to the bottom of what is going on, particularly in our health system. What day does it kick off? Kicks off on Tuesday. So get Tuesday. the popcorn out. You can tune in live. Oh, Leah. The Assembly website. I always, say, I always say I will watch it so our listeners don't have to, but even I might need the highlights reel for estimates. <laughs> Well, you just need a really big mug of coffee. Just keep sitting on that all day. But yeah, the highlights real. We can. I'm sure we'll uh, organise that for you, Katie. Now, Leah, before I let you go, I know for our listeners, I've seen you walking around uh, quite a bit at the moment, or, or riding around as well in your lycra. What's going on? Yeah. Oh, you wait. My actual race gear has arrived, so I'm one of those lycra warriors now. I've got the padded bike pants, so I'm ready to rock and roll. And uh, we're actually the CLP opposition team uh, entering into the grand fondo. We've been challenged as part of Darwin Family Law uh, poly pedal that if we ride 67 kilometres for every politician, they will donate $500 to charity. So oh, good thank them. you to Julian Barry at Darwin Family Law. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So we've got five in our team riding. So yes, yesterday I rode from home into the Hot 100 studio and um, yeah, it's a... Uh, well, good on you. Good on you, Leah Finocchiaro and Jared Maley as well. Um, I reckon there'll be a few pollies uh, getting into their lycra and uh, certainly taking part in that. We always appreciate your time. Thanks very much for having a chat with us this morning. Uh, take care, everyone. Speak soon. Thank you.